Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Oh, hey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Kira Ming, who is the author of the book Small Business, Big Success, a magazine owner and a business content developer and strategist with over 15 years of experience. And Kira loves providing people with real tools, real insights, and strategies that they can use. Kira, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Awesome. So, hey, can you just expand on that introduction about, you know, what you do, where you are in your business today, and the kind of people that you serve? Absolutely. Um, I always say that I kind of mistakenly ended up into entrepreneurship um, (laughs) only because it was never my intention from the beginning. And so, I remember being uh, a senior in college and I got offered two internships that were in New York City, but I couldn't take them. And at that point it was like, oh, that's really what I wanna do. The timing wasn't right. Um, Logistically, it didn't add up. And so that's when I kind of sparked, got the idea to start a magazine because my thought was, well, if I can't take advantage of this opportunity or any of these opportunities, why can't I create my own? Uh, That was over 15 years ago. From that space, I went from more of a production content creative standpoint to more of a marketing and branding uh, standpoint because it just started to grow and people loved it. People said Mm -hmm. it felt authentic. It started to um, kind of uh, produce its own following without me even trying. And so I had to kind of pivot into, okay, well, this is real now. So how, how do I grow this impact? Um, and it's been rolling ever since. But in between all of that, um, my space in corporate America kind of allowed me to see how you can systemize things from a business standpoint. And so the interesting part about that is who I serve mostly um, are small business owners. And so one may say, well, the needs of a small business owner, it's very different than the needs of corporate America. Mm. I found that it's not a lot of difference other than obviously um, the framework, the revenue, but the systems, the model, the processes, the mindset is so very similar that I've seen value in implementing some of the things that happen at the corporate level 
even if you're a solopreneur, and actually, especially if you're a solopreneur, working and building for yourself. Um, I'm really big on doing the work up front, the things that are uncomfortable, what I like to call the grunt work, so that you can focus on managing and growing and the creative part of what you're passionate about. Was in that space for a few years, consulting and giving people real life tools to actually implement what they learn and take mm -hmm. away some things that are valuable. And I started getting more and more inquiries. And so after a certain point, whether it be a workshop or a course kind of solving for these things, I said, hmm, I wonder if there is an easier way to kind of give people some standard, hey, this has worked for me, this can work for you tools. And that's when I came up with the idea for the book, Small Business, Big Success. I wanted that, to- I'm just going to jump yes. in there. That, that was a beautiful phrase. That, is there an easier way? So Absolutely. it sounds like for your whole journey so far, you were, I said, you kind of fell into entrepreneurship. You saw a hole here. Why isn't this done? Well, I'll create my own. I think that's how so many good ideas are born. This isn't working. Damn it. I'll do it myself. But, and then to have that understanding, that realization, because there's normally one point, maybe it's a comment or a person or an event or a situation that makes someone go here. That was my point. That was my pivot point. That was where things changed. And for you having that, that lightning bolt of, is there an easier way? That sounds like mm -hmm. that one statement can change everything. Yeah, because a lot of the times I find that the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is normally yes. There's always an easier way, right? Pushing yourself to figure it out. Yeah. I think every day is, is a challenge of figuring it out. Um, and, and what I found, I think, is that people would be overwhelmed. Yeah. So, I mean, and it, 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 it runs the gamut of whether it be, oh, I have this business idea, but I don't know how to start, or I started this business, but I'm not sure how to grow, or it's me by myself. How can I set up some things to make this manageable? And that was kind of the point of the book is, you know, they were, when I say overwhelmed, let me give context there. So there are tons of books, tons of, of books about business, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship. But a lot of times they're very robust. They're very large. Um, mm -hmm. They can be very technical, um, which is great if you kind of need that and you want to dive deep and you want a very extensive um, learning experience through a book. But I found just from the people that would ask me for help, the people um, that sought me out for consulting, they really just needed it simplified. And so that was the point of the book is to simplify at least the first iteration of getting your business off the ground and figuring it out. Nice. Perfect. Because I think with, there's so many things that business owners need to think about or worry about, uh, actually do the log logistical side of it, the, the fun side of it, the branding side of it, all of it. There's just, it's, it's, there is so much to focus on. So your book and your your services help those small business owners to actually see, go through the, the weeds, understand what you need to do, and here's how to do it. Absolutely. How to utilize your resources, um, whether you have the budget to hire a team mm -hmm. or whether you're in it by yourself, it really shouldn't make a difference. You should be able to build out a model 
that allows you to create what you envisioned in your mind. There should be no barriers to that. Nice. It may take time. So with, with the, your, your, your readers, your clients, what would you say as people come through, what's the biggest thing that frustrates you? What's the, maybe the false beliefs that they have that you would wish you could squash that you keep coming up against again and again and again? Oh, great question. I think it goes back to the grunt work. <laughs> so it's either, um, it's what I like to call, and not me, I didn't coin the term, but I like to use it, sweat equity. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's like, if you're a small business owner um, of any sort across any industry, and you're just starting out, and this may mean revenue is not where you aspire to be, profit, you're not seeing that yet. Where do you think that you'll have to invest the most time and energy? It's on doing the things that you're capable of doing yourself because monetarily you can't solve for that right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people want a quick fix, honestly. I mm. think that they want the end product. They want to reach the end goal, but they really don't want to do what's required of them. And it could be anything from you want sales but you don't want to sit down and really learn your mission statement, really learn your brand statement, get good on copy, get good on uh, getting people to take calls to action, that facet. So whereas a corporation, they hire someone to do that, that's your responsibility to really own your voice. People don't want to do a lot of times the work. They're like, oh, I'm not a copywriter. Mm. Why do you think that is? I think that the vision that they have for their business is, is their driver. They, they, see, they see an end goal. And my experience has been a lot of times they're like, well, that's not my thing. Well, it has to be your thing in order to bring this part to fruition. But it doesn't feel good. It's not, they'd rather be focused somewhere else. And what I tell them a lot of times is, well, you don't have a choice. <laughs> And it, it, sometimes it's pushback, um, but eventually, if they're really committed, if they're really passionate, if they're really, they're really dedicated, they come back around and say, yeah, you're right. I need to get these things set up. How do mm-hmm. I do that? What do I do first? I'm overwhelmed. So one of the, <clears throat> one of the best ways to deal with your initial business overwhelm, the business stress is to set up systems, processes, to help your business run. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I am, if someone asked me what is the, like my my best tip, <clears throat> it would be to set up systems and processes and workflows that allow you to actually do what it is that you want to do and not with ease. I don't want to say with ease, uh, but it makes it possible. <clears throat> hey, no one not? wants to hear those words. Say, say ease, because isn't that the point? If you're battling, if you're against, yeah, if things aren't working, that's the time to step back and ask the question, why isn't it working? We we do want ease. 
So while I'm not arguing with you, it's, yeah, why, why can't you have both? I find it to be that the system, the focus on systems and processes and all of that is what provides ease ultimately. Mm -hmm. But again, we're talking about mindset. And so I think when, when we say ease, it will be easier in the long run. But right now, it's not easy to learn how to set up these systems. It's not easy to put pen to paper and make sure you're outlining the model correctly. It's not easy to start looking for resources. Um, it's, not, it's not easy for, for everyone. And, and this is what I've heard in feedback. Oh, how do you do this? It sounds difficult. I'm like, it's gonna be even more difficult when you don't make any um, traction in your business because you're not willing to show up for that part. Okay, perfect. So it sounds like you've been through, you've been through all of this yourself. So everything that you're teaching, your, uh, that you speak to with your audience, that you help your clients to go through, you, you've been there. You've been there with the hustle. You've been there with the false beliefs. You've been there with the, um, the burnout and the overwhelm, right? Oh, absolutely. I think, I don't think that ever goes away. Uh -huh. But I think as you work on yourself, and, and, and here's the interesting part is, for me, personal development directly influences how I show up professionally, right? So as you do the work, these things change. Um, yeah. But I don't, think, I don't think they ever go away in totality. They just shift. Um, so to say that I've been through it myself is an understatement. I mean, this, this whole journey was from a thought in my mind. And so uh, there was no team. There was um, no consulting for me. <laughs> this was, you know, sparked from something that was a vision that manifested itself through hard work, through strategy, um, through trial and error for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and, and even today, I'm constantly figuring out what is the what what that elevation looks like and what the what the next level and the next step looks like even for me at this point oh that's it's beautiful ongoing. thanks for sharing because so often it's so hard for us to not open the doors to here's here's what i'm going through yeah we've been through all that and it is a continuous journey because why you're not staying where you are you didn't write your book and say my life is done everything's perfect it's i am there it's like no what's what's next what's next for me Absolutely. Which is mind blowing because at first it almost seems like, is that right? Am I right in the head <laughs> to, <laughs> I mean, for me, my, my, my background is, is, is writing and content. Mm -hmm. So in my field, um, the base of my field rather, because I'm pretty, I'm, I'm hybrid yeah. is to write a book. That's the pinnacle of, of, as a writer. And in my mind, I said, I thought I would feel mission accomplished. I've taken all these years of experience, the tools, the strategies, the examples. I've packaged it. There you go. I can retire. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, no, no, you're not done. You're just getting started. Love How that. do you elevate this, this snippet of, of value that you provide? So, so it's been what, fun. As you've evolved, as you change, what? 
challenges have you sort of come up against? What what did you see as whether it's fears or doubts or guilt? What were those challenges that you faced and either eradicated or bypassed? And second part of that question, which ones are still around? Which ones are you currently working on? You, you you've got so far, but they're still those voices or those patterns that you keep finding? Good question. I think so for the first part of that, um, solving for being a one woman show and this this kind of term of solopreneur and mm -hmm. having to get, first of all, very serious about what the goal is and, and what I'm trying to build. Mm -hmm. And then very creative about how I source for that. What resources are available? What does the work look like? Um, that took time to really master systems, processes, foundational work. And mm -hmm. that's for any business, any industry. It has now shifted to, believe it or not, and this is, this is no one ever believes me. So me being a, a kind of a writer first, my innate comfort zone was always behind. So it's going to be behind the computer as I write this content, as mm -hmm. I create things, as I, as I develop these things. Um, I'm not interested in being at the forefront. <laughs> but what happens is as you start to align with your purpose, you're going to be called to come outside of your comfort zone. So what was once creating this content and being the writer behind the scenes, it began to turn into, who is this person behind the scenes? <laughs> and we want to talk to you, come to the forefront. And that requires public speaking. Um, oh, so when you first started that, what was, your, what, what, what was going on inside you? What were you thinking? What were you feeling? Absolutely not. That was my first month. <laughs> Hell no. <clears throat> no, because it, it, I, that's that's not who I am innately. I don't yeah. I don't want to amplify my presence like that. Um, I want to really, in essence, amplify others. I mean, when you have a publication, you want to yeah. feature others. You want to highlight others. Yeah. Want to make people, other people, the subject of of what you're doing. And so when people started to call on me to show up myself. It's like, wait, whoa, <laughs> I don't know, but it was required of me and it has continued to be required of me. Um, and it's really allowed me to grow as a person. Mm -hmm. So I embrace that part, but that has been the largest, the biggest struggle has been coming out of my comfort zone to amplify my voice, the, the mind behind yeah. what I do and what I produce. And it's, so what it's been interesting. What excuses do, do you find yourself coming up with, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, to stop you from making an appearance, um, going on a show, um, recording that video, making that offer, speaking what you know is the next level? I mean, what, what are your go-to phrases in your head or, or actions that you take instead? I have a few things. Um, a few of my best excuses are I'm a writer, and, and we just want to write. You don't want to talk. Well, you just said earlier, that's not who I am. Oh my well, God. Yeah, that's, what an, that's an excuse. That's right? 
yeah, the introvert versus extrovert. That's another one. It's my favorite. Yeah. Um, and it's an excuse for sure, for sure. Um, I think what's another? One? Um, I think that's my biggest one. That's what you know. It's funny. It's hard to even think of what my excuses are because now I try to like block them out. Ah, gotcha. Give myself the space, and so it's almost like a muscle. Once you start to strengthen that muscle, you literally become a different person. And now, who I am is the person that connects, can converse, um, can amplify my voice. Yep. It's, it's it's natural to me now because I've I've made it a part of who I am and how I show up. So it's almost like rewiring yourself. But what, what what still scares you about this? About this phase of your business? So it's definitely all still under the realm of public speaking. Mm. <laughs> and I think it's just a self-consciousness, not um necessarily about what I know and what I do, you know, I, I, I do what I do in my sleep um, and I do it well and I've done it for several years Yeah, and I've seen results, but putting myself personally out there is still, it's never a moment where it's oh, no fear. There's always a little, Okay. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter the platform. These people a lot of times are coming to see me. They're coming to hear from me. They're looking for value that I know mm -hmm. that I can give. Mm -hmm. So what I try to do is focus on that. But it's it's never it's it's also it's almost frustrating because sometimes I'm I'm like, all right been doing this for over 15 years i should i should be good at this by now i should be not enough, it should be a thought i should be i should be you should all over yourself that's what katie says great phrase stop <laughs> shooting all over yourself oh my gosh i love that i love that and, and and i didn't think about that because i mean who's who's to say that you should be who yeah. says this isn't a part of the realness of, of, of the work that you have to do to show up. If it was yeah. easy, I mean, then everyone would do it, you know? So, mm -hmm. I'm, so I'm, you, I'm embracing you've chosen this. You've chosen this, 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 actually, no, to start with, as you said, you know, before the start of this, this interview, uh, it chose you. You kind of was, was dragged along for the ride. It kind of happened. It kind of happened, kind of happened. And then you're like, oh, I need to take the reins here. So you Absolutely. kind of, you, you you found yourself here and then you had to overcome the fears, the doubts, the, the, the imposter syndrome, the the worries that yes. come with, oh, you mean I've now got to be a gotta be visible? I've, I got I gotta speak. And so what, what you're saying is it is from your experience, it it doesn't you cope with it, it doesn't necessarily get easier for you, but you find ways to be able to to cope. Absolutely. Um, I, I, again, it's mindset. I find ways to cope and, and I really, it's almost like an athlete. You, you kind of get into a mode after a while where you just show up, run the race and do it. Um, 
It doesn't mean you're not going to sweat. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be work. It is physically pushing you mm. and draining you, but mm. you do it. Okay. That's kind of the space that I'm in, which which is a lot better than, than what it was before, <laughs> which was like, no, absolutely not. And so those those fears, those doubts that, that you've had to overcome and to a certain level you, you have, but they still show up in different levels. What would you say, uh, how are they holding you back right now? What are they stopping you from doing that you could have achieved maybe you know, six months, a year, five years ago? Good question. I think probably the the elevated branding of myself. Uh-huh. So out in the universe, I'm pretty well branded. Yeah. Um, but it's based on the work that I've done. And it's based on kind of the byproduct of the work that I've done and, and how it's sought after and how it reaches people and how it impacts people. It's never really from a space of introducing myself this is who I am and amplifying that oh um, you said earlier you, your, your comfort zone is hiding behind because you are a writer content creator <laughs> um that Ooh. it sounds like there is your shield there is your armor if you can put this first you don't have to put yourself out there but actually that caused you to maybe grow slower than you potentially could have done Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it, it took time to stop pushing against it. Even. Yeah. It, it took time. I'm an image <laughs> to like stop putting a limit around yourself, mm-hmm. limiting yourself. If you're being called to elevate and amplify your voice and your presence, it's for a reason. But that reality didn't come right away. <laughs> Go forward then. So what are you being called to do now? What's your elevation for you know the next year? Where where do you see your business and your purpose and your true self going? Great question. I think I'm in a really good space where at the consulting level, I'm able to so it's two prong. I'm able to customize and tailor the value that I give people. I think what makes it so exciting is that I'm not limited to one um, field or to one industry. Mm-hmm. And the, the value that I give is across the board. So my goal is to continue to serve and to really enable and empower small business owners and solopreneurs to get to their next level from a very blueprint. I, I love the blueprint. I love blueprinting people. Yeah. <laughs> so that's number one. The second part of that is absolutely kind of within the space of what we have been talking about to continue to not hide behind the content that I create and, and amplify my, my voice and um, connect with people personally. Love that. And what does that look like? What does that actually look like? Do you know, or is it, um, you're still not quite sure, but you know, it means being more visible. So a few things, uh, it means being more 
brand and visually visible, um, allowing people to connect with my face more and my creativity and my personality. Uh, is very a very vulnerable state for me. <laughs> mm. And to impact more people and be on larger stages over time, of course, um, which is it's kind of weird because it kind of contradicts what I didn't want, you know, what I, what I was talking about, um, about not wanting that or not being comfortable with it. Now it's like, well, that's what the next level is, is, is to reach a larger audience and, and reach more people um, because there's people, it's less, and it's not to sound corny, but it's less about me and more about the value that I bring. I remember I, I realized that I have an obligation to show up for that. Um, after I had one workshop and I wasn't, I don't do a lot of overthinking. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm present, I deliver the value and I make sure that you leave with something. So I don't focus on the things that may distract me. But you just observe certain things. Each audience is different. And I thought the response would be one way. And I remember at the end of the workshop, everyone stood up and gave uh, a standing ovation. Roars and roaring clapping and and then the president of, of the organization said, we've hosted several people, we've had several workshops, we've been around for several years. This is absolutely the best workshop that we've ever had. And I said, oh, well, maybe. Uh. <laughs> I realized, and then afterwards, the people literally coming up and saying, thank you, I needed this. I actually feel empowered. I'm getting started on this right away. That's when I realized, oh, okay. Okay. This, this can't be limited to just. Ah, so we spoke earlier about a moment. What you remember was that, is there an easier way? It sounds like this is another moment of, oh crap. I, I get it now. I see it. I feel it. I, I see what I have been called to do. This is it. Yes. Now, now, how the hell do I do it? Yeah. And, and for me, the answer is to just keep showing up and keep doing mm. it instead of saying no. Keep showing up. Keep doing it. Stop saying no. Yeah. And the crazy part is we think, you know, in any entrepreneurial journey that we're going to get no's from other people. You'll hear no lots of times as you're building your business or your brand. But how many times do you say no to yourself? Mm -hmm. Think about that. The, the, the no, the first no's that you receive are often from yourself. The permission to do what you know you're capable of because of fear. So I had to stop saying no to me. Beautiful. Love that. Hey, that's a beautiful way to end that is like one of the best advice i think we can all all here to understand where we are saying no to ourselves we know it's fear we know it's doubt we know it's overwhelm understanding why it's happening 
I think more importantly, what we can do about it. But step one is awareness. Absolutely. That we say no. What happens if you say yes? What happens if you stop saying no to the things you say you want, mm-hmm. you say you want to do, that you know you want to do, but those little things hold you back, right? Absolutely. I think how you frame that up is, is <clears throat> kind of the space that I'm in in this chapter. And uh, it's empowering. Hey, this sounds like it's a fantastic chapter with what you've been through, what you've overcome, what you've, how you've worked. And now it's like, and thank you for sharing your honest journey that, hey, you, you haven't fixed this. You're not, you know, the enlightened one that have no problems. Like, no, level two, level three, level 10, there are still challenges. They Absolutely. still come up. It's how you deal with it. Absolutely. With all mindset. All mindset. Hey. Kira, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing. This has been an awful lot of fun. So if people want to find out a bit more about you, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you. Amazing conversation. And, and I've, I've learned so much even about myself. Go figure. Um, so thank uh, you for okay. allowing me to speak to you and your amazing audience. So um, everyone can connect with me um, a few ways. www.therealkiraming.com and my social media um, I'm on everything. It's pretty much um, it's at the real Kira Ming. So I'll spell it out: the real Kira K I R A M I N G. So www.therealkiraming.com and social media at the real Kira Ming. Super pretty stuff. easy to find. Always looking to connect with great people. Um, there you'll be able to find out how to purchase my book, work with me, or just connect and um, say hello. And again, remind us what your book is called. Yes. So my book is called Small Business, Big Success. Um, and it's available multiple retailers, whichever one you prefer. Um, and you'll be able to see what your purchase options are when you connect with me. And I'll guide you to how you can grab your copy. Super. Kira, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.